This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios. That's boathouse studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S studios, house spelt the German way. This year, I invested in pumpkins. They've been going up the whole month of October, and I got a feeling they're going to peak right around January. And bang, that's when I'll cash in. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. And we're back. Two bad neighbors in the basement. And that quote, of course, is from Homer versus Patty and Selma, the 17th episode of The Simpsons' sixth season. My name is Greg. My name's Alan. And this is not a good episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just pulling that Band-Aid off right away. Yeah, I had to. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I should say we have uh, in in the guest, our guests today are... Um, Fellow podcasters on the uh, Boathouse Studios Network, you could call this our very first entirely a crossover episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the Cinevals with us. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Allie a, and Camille. We've combined the Boathouse multiverse. <laughs> yes. It's a shared universe. Ooh. This, is, this is the Avengers episode. The next one will be Civil War. Civil um, War. Civil, Civil, War. Civil, Civil War. Civil War. Silver War. Silver <laughs> Silver Infinity War. Yeah. Herald of the Cobra Surfer. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Silver Bob I don't from like it. Reboot. Uh, oh, I like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> da- uh, uh, Alan Alan loves Reboot. I sure do. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. So Camila, it's I know this is supposed to be about Simpsons. Who but, gives a shit? Okay. <laughs> it's a third crossover with Catherine's future podcast entirely about Reboot. What? Yes. I don't know. Well. Maybe. <laughs> Just an offer, yeah. Catherine. Catherine? Um, <laughs> let me bo- let me be on it. <laughs> <laughs> um so Camila and I started rewatching Reboot cuz it's all on YouTube and we want to know what is your favorite slash fiction pairing? <laughs> 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 is it Bob X Megabyte? Okay. Bob X Matrix. Okay. Or Bob X Silver Bob. I mean, I think the clear answer is Bob X Slash. From <laughs> Hack and Slash. No, no, no. Uh, Hack and Slash's <laughs> ship has sailed and it is out to sea. There is no sinking that ship. That's my favorite slash fiction from Reboot. It's, it's Bob <laughs> X Slash. <laughs> Bob Slash Slash? Yeah. That's good. That's good. I like that. That's funny. So there. Uh, <laughs> but we were talking about The Simpsons today. Yeah, unfortunately. And some other things probably Reboot, too. Reboot sounded like a lot of fun. That probably would have been fun to talk about, go but down. we got to move on. That's true. <laughs> That's true. How have you been, bud? Oh, good. Uh... I'm going to Edmonton this weekend to see my brother and get oh. fitted for a groomsman attire. Ooh. Cool. For the wedding. So for his wedding, yeah. yes. I was Not just, just for fun. I was just up there yesterday. How was that? I couldn't tell the difference between a war zone and Edmonton. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that city sucks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to our Edmonton listeners. Uh, I don't apologize. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean Great. every word. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here's a good time to insert the re- the opinions and reflections 
on this podcast don't necessarily reflect, reflect the, the opinions of uh, everyone on the Boathouse Studio <laughs> Network. That's yeah. No, but they sure reflect me. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, how have you been? Uh, well, well I he went, was in Edmonton. I was, yeah, from, I was in Edmonton, Edmonton, and that was like that was eh, that was eh. <laughs> Yeah, God, it sucks up there. What were you doing up there? I was doing an audition. How was the audition for uh, for the musical Once? Oh, so I got to do my terrible Irish accent. You were doing the Glenn Hansard part. I was not. What? No. Is there more parts than the two in the movie? Yeah, <laughs> or the yeah. Play? There's a lot. Okay. There's it's a musical, well, right? Yeah. And um, but everything I've seen about the musical just shows those two characters. Pretty so much. I, I assumed yeah. it was a two hander, but no. There's uh, that would be great because there, like there's been like uh, last five years is a two hander mm-hmm. musical. Mm-hmm. Like it's not out of the, the yeah. realm. No, of no. It's so. uh, it would actually. I w- when I heard about the musical, I thought, oh, that would be lovely to see just these two kind of like float in and out of each other's lives. But then, um. The way they do it is like it's like a bar band. The whole the whole idea is like it's an Irish bar band, which is really really <laughs> cool to me. And everybody who everybody who plays instruments are also the actors, right? So the whole right. there's no like orchestra. Ooh. It's just the actors on stage playing the songs, yeah, which cool. is really really neat. So I kind of really wanted it. I don't think I got it. I did, as I said, a very bad Irish accent. Uh, Can we hear it? Uh, no. <laughs> no, Greg. No, I'm really embarrassed by it. So, Aww. yeah. Oh, just give it a little try. Yeah, would it help if the rest of us oh, did an Irish accent? Well. Yeah, no, I think it would. Absolutely. All right. Well, for, for, for the rest of the podcast, we're going to do it in Irish accent. Oh, you so bet we're talking love. about Homer versus Patty and Selma. Considering <laughs> we didn't do a St. Patty's Day Oh, yeah, that's oh, true. That's timely. Yeah. It is timely. <laughs> so we just found out the true meaning of St. Patty's Day the we other did. day. Yeah. Getting drunk. No, no, no spoiler thought, alert. No, no, uh, no. As we all thought it was about uh, the glorious St. Patrick chasing all the snakes out of Ireland. Turns out the snakes were Protestants. <laughs> yes, it was a it was a metaphor the whole time. A metaphor. Oh, yes. I thought he was. <laughs> oh, I thought he was chasing out actual snakes. <laughs> I'd call them chess I would have. Who, who let this Wait, little cockney boy in here? Get out of here, oh, little no. cockney boy. Shoot, yeah, shoot. No, I'm shoo, not shoo, Protestant. Go on. We'll make it to California. Uh, he's for covered you in someday. soot. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, there's little bare f- sooty footprints it's all over footprints. our floor now. Damn you. Um, speaking of Chaz Wazers, uh, we do have a quick mailbag from a listener who's from Australia. Oh. You guys get mail? Yeah, we do. We sure we do. Actually what? Do, yeah. do we get mail? No. Aww. Check your own Gmail. I don't know what you gotta, it is. You gotta get. <laughs> we'll cover this in the last uh, Cineval yeah. episode. Marks of a good it's podcast. The I don't know what our right email it's is. It's the Cinevals <laughs> at gmail.com. Is it? I thought yeah. it was Teen Fick Chick at Gmail. No, that's for your other podcast. You host <laughs> two podcasts. Don't forget that. <laughs> oh boy. If you have any mail for Too Bad Neighbors that you're too bashful for Alan and Greg to read, you can send that right along to <laughs> the Cinevals at gmail.com. Or you almost forget it again? <laughs> you just heard it. We'll read it <laughs> in any accent you choose. <laughs> <laughs> Preferably Irish. So uh, we actually got this, uh, I believe, either the day of or the day before we recorded the Australia podcast. Okay. So he sent us this uh, knowing that it was going to be our next one. Right. Uh, Luckily, we covered a fair amount of what uh, he talks about. This is from uh, Matthew, Matthew Burns. Um, Not not Mr. Burns. Right. Uh, (laughs) But uh, he's from, and I'm going to butcher this because I'm not from Australia, but Wollongong? Oh, Wollongong. Does anyone know? Wollongong. Is that how you pronounce it? Sure. uh, It's probably Wollongong. Oh, Wollongong. Wollongong. It's from Wollongong. Hi. Uh, so, but he's from Wollongong and, uh, 
He's been watching Simpsons since it first aired in Australia, and uh, he wanted to mention specifically about how the reception in Australia, uh, which we talked about on the podcast. Um, it, so he says, if you believe what you read, at the time it was uh, received pretty poorly in Australia, with a lot of critics saying it was playing on old stereotypes, penises, and all as drongos. Um, it is, however, worth noting that this episode aired in the pre-internet era, so the only people whose voices were heard back then were talkback radio listeners and newspaper readers writing letters to the editor, i.e. old people. Mm. <laughs> um, so a lot of the critics of Bart vs. Australia were from people watching The Simpsons for the first time and probably would have not watched it at all had there not been an Australian episode, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, these days with a, an abundance of fan pages, meme site, shit posting pages, you find that Tobias and Bruno are two of the most beloved one-off characters among Australians. The Australian flag as portrayed by the Simpsons writers hangs proudly in my house, <laughs> which, is, which I love. Um, and he, he loves the jokes, how they range from stupid stereotypes to obscure pop culture references, i.e. Yahoo Serious. Um, his favorite joke, Bruno being able to report the fraud to his member of parliament from his window. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Gus. I got something to report to you. Uh, and it's something just slightly within the realms of possibility here in Australia, but it's blown out of the water a few seconds later when they find the prime minister floating in a billabong. Uh, and then one criticism that holds up through is the accents. They are South African, which we also did mention. Oh, the podcast. accents are South African? Well, like not purposefully, but. Oh, it's as just, close as they get. Yeah, like yeah. the, we, we talked about this, the, all the Ooh. accents for the most part in the episode that are supposed to be Australian accents yeah. are nowhere near an Australian accent. And the one that's most, uh prominent i guess is tobias mm -hmm. and he talks like a south african ah mm. uh, the water's going clockwise sir. <laughs> so uh, that's uh <laughs> so unlike this podcast where all of our accents are 100 percent accurate yeah. yes mm -hmm. we're actually so, all yeah. originally from ireland and we're all doing canadian it's accents true yeah. Right yeah we we busted it out just then just for Greg. Mm -hmm. uh, just for <laughs> Greg. What? What just happened? Was that a, this is a new segment uh, we like to call Just for Greg, where we do things just for Greg. What are, what are things it, that exist that are just for Greg? Vanilla ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> what are Simpsons ah. things that are just for Greg? Uh, 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 the Cracker Factory boss? Sure. Uh, <laughs> he's one of my favorite one-off characters. Uh-huh. Uh, Is that Millhouse's dad's boss? Millhouse's dad's boss, boss yeah. You yeah. got it. I don't recall ever saying good luck. <laughs> Classic. Crackers are a family food. Maybe single people eat crackers. We don't know. Frankly, we don't want to know. Market, we can do without. <laughs> I that was the segment we like to call Just for Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Just for Greg. Perfect. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Beautiful two-part harmony. <laughs> I thought this we were fun. singing the same note. Uh, <laughs> so this is the... <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a lot of fun, you guys. This is the 17th episode of season six, Homer vs. Patty and Selma, directed by Mark Kirkland, written by Brent Forrester, the first writing credit that this gentleman has had. Hmm. And... Uh, originally aired on February 26th, 1995. Whoa. So. February 26th, 1995. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 20, I was 23 in, years ago. I was in grade two. Mm-hmm. And. What grade are you in now? Uh, grad school. But like what number would that be? Like 20, uh, 22? Yeah. Like, I, like I'm in grade 31, for example. Oh, okay. Yeah. You just keep going after after 12. Is you that just, your 
How Every old? year you get a new grade. It's, Are you 40? That, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus not, Christ, is Alan 40? You're not I held back a 36. This I mean, portion of forward. the show is called, Is Alan 40? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I would be in grade 24 then. Oh, nice. That's a good, that's a good grade. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one in a while. Yeah, yeah. great. You learn about uh, algebra? Uh, no, I already knew about algebra. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. They didn't teach me that till grade 24. Oh, weird. <laughs> oh, well. Nice. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta love the silence. Yeah. Uh, that means it was a good bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alan and I just wow. both inhaled and then stared <laughs> and then at each waited, other. <laughs> hoping someone would break the tension. Luckily, nope. Greg did. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, this was just for Greg. He was the <laughs> he was the tumbleweed that rolled between <laughs> Alan and I. Uh. <laughs> See what happens when you have four people on? It, it's perfect. It really, it's it really ups the ante about? of the show. <laughs> I think it like I think it adds a whole new layer. I mean, if you really want to get technical, me and Camille are basically one person. It's true. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, technically, okay. no. I mean, no. no. Well, <laughs> I think we disagree what technical means. <laughs> yeah, technically, no. you could say metaphorically you're one person. I agree. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, now they're kind of merging, so I guess I can understand. We are Oh, <laughs> Welcome to Three Bad Neighbors. Wow. So this is now an improv game podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stick around for season three of Who is Speaking. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, seriously though, we should do that. That'd be fun. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, um, right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Turn this off. Yeah. Um, so you don't like this episode? Uh, no, but let's go around the let's go around go the around table the and uh, and and uh, get everyone's reactions on on the episode itself. Okay. Before I shit all over it. <laughs> uh, starting with uh, Allie. Um, this is my favorite episode. <laughs> Oh, no, it's not. Really? No, it's not. Um, but I really like... <laughs> no, I lied. <laughs> no, I lied. I wanted to create drama. Yeah. Um, it worked. Yay. I I thought it was fine. It's a fine episode of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm more interested in the Bart B plot mm-hmm. than the main uh, story. Which, of the which stands for ballet plot. Yeah. yeah. Which, I'll be honest, the first time I saw this episode when I was in grade two, I didn't know that ballet was spelt like that. I was like, what's ballet? Like ballet? <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't, I had no concept. So this, uh, episode taught me that the T is silent. It, wow. There's literally a banner. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Simpsons teaches and entertains. Blink, blink, blink. That's the oh, more the, the more, more you know. know. Like Are you blinking at me? You don't need to say it. You can no <laughs> blink, blink, blink uh, <laughs> on NBC. All right, this is a very sitcommy episode. Mm-hmm. I will say, mm-hmm. uh, I don't hate it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say I dislike it. Uh, I enjoy this episode, but it's definitely on the bottom of the barrel of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, like I still, so far, season six hasn't had any episodes I dis- dislike. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is on the bottom of the the wonder that is season six. And it's uh, one of the more forgettable ones as well, I'd say. I always forget that 
this is the episode that has the ballet plot, for example, mm-hmm. um, until it happens. Also, because it doesn't happen until Act Two. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Like it doesn't start. I might he be doesn't walk that, into but... ballet until Act Two. Okay. Even but even it feels like the moment of them walking to school and then like slowing down. That feels like it takes place long after anything else. So uh, <laughs> so it kind of like sneaks up on me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait a minute. Oh, this is the ballet one. Okay. Like after I'm already like, oh, this is the Homer owes money to Patty and Selma episode. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's a, an interesting episode because it does explore Homer quite a bit in terms of who he is as a character. He is both impulsive, not very bright, uh, but also very caring and uh, he's kind of it's it's one of those classic episodes where it shows him as the average American who's struggling with you know finances and I mean in this case it's because of his own petard or whatever hoisted by his own <laughs> hoisted by his own petard but but it does show that you know the middle class thing that we see with the Simpsons a lot where it's like we're not doing great money wise. Mm-hmm. Which is a contradiction to a lot of the stuff in this season, arguably, or not even just the season, but like since season four, mm-hmm. where the family can do anything. They can go to Australia on a whim. They can go into space. They can yeah. buy an elephant, uh, win an elephant. But it's all that kind of stuff that's uh, suddenly back to the forefront and it has to do with uh, Patty and Selma, of course, who are characters I don't really like. And we've talked about that in many episodes that they feature. Uh, and I... I'm okay with them in this episode. I I still don't like them, but they're not quite as disgusting as they usually are. <laughs> they're more just a foil to Homer, which which I can appreciate. Um, yeah, that was longer than I intended it to be. Camille, what did you think? Uh, similarly, <laughs> I yeah this this episode doesn't particularly stand out to me in in any of the aspects i think i also do like the bart side plot a little bit more strangely enough like the part of this episode that i remember the most and not because it's i don't know i I don't think it's particularly funny or interesting but there's that part where homer has the dream of him (laughs) like inventing Inventing. the, the miracle um mystery object and the guy like keeps it in his hand and we see these little like glimpses of it but yep. i think the reason i remember is because when i saw it when i was in grade two or whatever i was like but what is it because i assumed it was a real thing yeah. and there's that like brief second where the the dream people uh, in the boardroom uh stand up to get a look of the like projection slide of it and you can see the object for like mm-hmm. a brief second and i think like seven-year-old camille brain was like it's a Hmm, what is this? Uh, uh, that must be on the it. inside of a Tamagotchi. Because <laughs> those just came out. So it's got springs. It's all one color. It's silver. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That what actually is, makes yeah. a lot of sense. What does yeah. everybody think it is? We have inside of a Tamagotchi? Bitcoin. You think, you think it's a physical Bitcoin? <laughs> yes. Nice. Nice. Uh, uh, I think it is... Um. <laughs> you can think about it. You don't. It's no, <laughs> I think it's the uh, reflective tape on the back of bikes. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, yeah. Million dollar uh, invention. <laughs> I, thought was, I thought it was a yak back. Oh, oh, oh yeah. 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 
I remember Yakbacks. Yakbacks, yeah. Yakback watches. Yeah. This was that one like child, Yeah, they were. <laughs> there's a child spy show where she uses a Harriet the Spy. Harriet the no, Spy. No, 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 no. Inspector Alex Gadget. Mack. No. She Sorry, like, the secret wife of Alex Mack. Uh, Shirley Holmes. She uses a Yakback watch. Like as a as a ploy, like as a as a as a distraction for something. So she like puts it Home Alone. You're thinking a, of Home Alone. No, no, no. One she puts two. it in a, in a <laughs> bathroom stall, and it's like help, help, I'm stuck in here. And yeah, then that Home causes like all the guards to like go in. Yep. And Home then she's two. like, ha ha! Now I can get to the secrets. Yeah, it's all Home Alone too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just <laughs> merged Home Alone too with <laughs> the Harry the Spy Panic Room. <laughs> That's what it was. It was panic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was Jared Leto, not a teenage female. I was going to go with Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart, Stewart yeah. actually. Yeah, I went for the more hilarious option. Yeah. <laughs> it was Dwight Yoakam. Forrest <laughs> Whitaker. That's yeah. all. Jodie Foster. Foster. Jode Foster. But we named them all. Yep. That's yeah. everybody. Good work, movie. everyone. We it did it. A award-winning actor panic room. And the sequel, Panic Plane. Yep. Known as flight, flight plan. plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. In some international markets. Um, yeah. <laughs> Panic plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <a> flight plan. <laughs> Did you guys ever see that movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is it is Panic Room on a plane. Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Him. Yeah. Sean Bean. Spoilers. He was the guy. He did it. <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, it was Sean Bean all along. Oh, uh, of course it was. You gotta expect it from I did not like this episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> we know. Um, <laughs> but more about Panic Room. <laughs> I, 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 I found it. I, I, I found it in. Um, I found it mean. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, mean I, to whom? Um, to uh, like was a character being mean or the? the I thought I. I just I can't stand Patty and Selma. Because uh-huh. <laughs> um, they're mean. They're they're very mean and they don't. They're not really characters. They're just. They're they're just bleh. They're just they're just gravelly voiced monsters. That's all they do. Um, and I I really really don't like the sitcom trope. Boy goes to dance class. Um, <laughs> and like is it, that a trope? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can think of uh, well one other one. Um, is it Billy Elliot? Damn it, Ali was just stealing my joke. <laughs> Well, well, quit being one person. Um, there's a there's the community episode where Troy does ballet is almost sure. the same. Yeah, um, and I just I don't like it. I think it's I think it's silly and like okay, he's dancing great. <laughs> it's like that movie Fame, which also sucks. Um, so the I, I think it would have been more interesting if they devoted more time to Bart. Mm-hmm. doing that like that deserves a whole episode i find homer's homer's woes a little boring in this episode the way that they go about it um it feels a lot like a season one episode to me and i thought we were just past that um You're it's better in, than the simpsons it's in the same echelon as secrets of a successful marriage right. to me um one thing i do like is how homer and marge never actually fight they they yep. actually like marge is very understanding and they try and get through it together yeah that's i mean that's <clears throat> the the key difference for me between that and s- secrets yeah uh is that it's not a homer versus marge it's homer trying his best and failing yeah <laughs> and then having to go to a third party to try and get help because he doesn't want to let marge down what is it that irks me it's the 
Yeah, it's the treatment of that Patty and Sel. Uh, like, okay, it's fine. It's fine that they don't like each other. Mm-hmm. It's of course it's fine. It creates some fun comic moments, but the way that they talk about Homer to Marge just makes me so mad. Right. Uh, that makes them irredeemable to me because that's her. They're she's their little sister, and she's the. She has a family with this man, like, and they show absolutely no respect to not, they don't have to respect Homer, Mm -hmm. but they should respect their sister. Yeah. And they don't. And I, I don't like that. I think the, the key thing is, uh, from, from Patty and Selma's point of view, uh, as much as I hate to go there, uh, (laughs) they don't really see the side of Homer we see. Generally, when they're interacting with Homer, all they see is him either being an asshole to them or uh, screwing up in some way with the family, right? Like money problems, all that kind of stuff. Like that's how they see him. And so uh, part of me is like, you know, you need to you need to see past your your biases, Patty and Selma, and see that Homer actually is a good man, or at least is trying to be a good man uh, in most episodes. And... Part of me is like, yeah, it makes sense that they are protective of their little sister and they see, in their eyes, they see a loser just, like, ruining her life. And that's why they're so kind of cold to him. Like, there's a, the specific moment near the end of the episode where it's like, we're winners, you're a loser. And that's, like, that's like their whole dynamic. That's how they view everything. And their their view is is skewed, obviously. But that's why I can kind of excuse that behavior in a way because I know that they're not doing it just out of pure malice. Like they're not doing it because they're like Homer's Homer's definitely a loser always. And forever It's just everything, everything they've seen so far, he hasn't proved to them and he, and he shouldn't have to like, it's not like it's his job to prove to them, but, uh, but it's also like they are both like Homer is equally mean to oh yeah Patty and Selma. Yeah. That's the thing. It's an antagonistic relationship on both yeah. sides. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't, I don't have like, I don't, I don't see like they're, they both deserve both what they get. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just how they treat Marge. Um, that frustrates me. Is there any specific moments in this episode that you can think of? Cause I yeah, it's mostly when Homer tosses them out on the couch yeah. that first time. And, and while they're standing there at the door uh, and like he's being, kind of a jerk ass in the background. Yeah. But, and Marge is trying to defend him and, and they're just ripping on him right there. But and he's just thrown them out yeah. of his house. <laughs> no, I, I get that. I get that. Um, it's, it's not just in this episode though. They're, they're always like this. Um, and it really comes boiling up to the surface and I just don't like how they talk about him to, uh, to their sister. Yeah. Like, I find, it worse, I find it worse in or in like flashback episodes when he's like trying to court her. Yeah. Mm. And like, I'm not saying that that means the episode isn't well written. Uh, it gets a, it gets feeling out of me, which mm-hmm. means it, it does a good job of that. <laughs> yeah. Structurally, I think this episode is dog shit. Um, <laughs> but like, as far as characters go, they're all being true to who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't fault it for that. I just don't like how it how how it plays out. I think it's the same. So the reason why I hate <clears throat> secrets of a, secrets of a successful marriage is mostly because of the ending. Um, 
with this one, it's the almost complete the complete dependence. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. Uh, with this one, it's almost the opposite. The reason I can enjoy this episode because I think the ending is actually very good. Uh, I like that Homer essentially sacrifices himself, as it were, falls on the proverbial sword, the, the two cigarettes, to help these women who have been nothing but mean to him, but because he cares for Marge. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to see her hurting because he knows that she loves her sisters. And so he, he and then they even acknowledge that where they where they thank him. And there's a, that kind of nice moment where they see what Marge sees in Homer for a brief moment. And that's what kind of rectifies the whole, all the stuff that happened in the episode for me, because they're both mean to each other. And then at the end, they both realize, hey, we both care for this person. Maybe we should try to be a little more amiable to each other. Mm. I mean, as with most sitcoms, it doesn't like bleed out into future episodes. Like they're going to be jerks to each other immediately next time they see each other. But it's nice in the context of the episode that there's some some kind of growth to the characters, even well, if it's not retained. In the golden years, will it ever get this bad again? Uh, well, there's like they buy his tombstone. Like there's <laughs> yeah, there's that's definitely right. that's right. There's definitely worse Patty and Selma to Homer. Yeah. Uh, storylines or even like little side plots. Yeah. Side moments. Uh, it never takes <laughs> over a full episode again. Not that, that I can recall off the top of my head. Like, no. till season ten, like uh, probably in the next, like the, they probably remade this episode in season twenty-five or something. <laughs> probably, yeah. Um, to great effect, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but this time it had Michael Fassbender as <laughs> as Mel Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Mel Brooks is in this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, where do we leave Bart? Is he just on the ground in that ditch? That's yes. the last yes. time we see him? Yep. And he never danced again. Yeah. yeah, that's a real shame. Because of his many broken bones. Yeah. yeah. That's why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as long as he's hurt. Well, you said you, uh, you enjoyed the dance yeah. subplot. Um, yeah. And that's, 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 a, that's one thing that, that comes in where I'm like, oh, this is... A, I don't like the structure of this episode because A and B never cross. Yeah. And I don't like that. I know. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's bad writing, but luckily B you plot. You said that you liked the writing of this episode. I like the character writing. Oh, I think I said it was structurally dog shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I feel like A and B plots sh- should cross at least once. Um, and maybe affect each other at some point, but, mm-hmm. This never happens. Like um, if Bart was running away from the bullies and he runs into the the testing zone for the DMV and Homer has to swerve to miss him and yeah, or like sure. if Homer but hits is, him and that's okay. but hits yeah. him and and then he dies yeah. and <laughs> yeah. Homer has to live with that guilt the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah that's good writing. And yeah. Patty and Selma are like, we told you he killed your son, and it all it becomes like a dark drama about mm-hmm. family and loss and mm-hmm. grief. But they're all oh. still yellow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the inside too. Oh my god! <laughs> Just Bart's splat yellow oh. everywhere. Oh, oh I meant to say that they were scared on the inside. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, because they're they're definitely red on the inside. We've seen it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've yeah. seen that blood. They yeah. bleed. <laughs> <laughs> it means you can kill it. Oh god! <laughs> That'll be the poll quote for this episode. <laughs> We've oh. seen their blood. <laughs> We've seen their blood. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you said you liked the ballet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the ballet. Yeah. What What do you like most about it? I like uh, watching Bart struggle to get his leotard off and 
falling into being a good dancer. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a choice bit of physical comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good discovery that he's, he's a ballet prodigy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The discovery of a prodigy. Yep. It's never not exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, um, it's, I think it's a big waste <laughs> that they never come back to it. But because Lisa plays the sack, I think I, I really wish we saw Bart dance more yeah. In, yeah. The, in the future. Yeah. Um, like burned him too many times. Yeah. Well, he's got injuries now. Yeah, he's yeah. got dancer's elbow. <laughs> oh. And knee and and probably shin. shin yeah, mm-hmm. like, took a pretty bad spill. As long as he's hurt. And by dancers, right? you mean broken. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I love. And there was like a nice little nod to the Lisa playing hockey in this episode. Oh yeah, because she At the, the when sign they're up. signing up for stuff, she's in hockey gear. Oh, is she? Mm-hmm. I missed yeah. that. I was probably washing my hands. <laughs> that is a good catch, though. I'm sorry we don't keep paper towel my, in our house, From the Alan. grease. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a great catch. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's... Yeah, that's great. I like uh, I like that little bit of continuity. She keeps playing hockey. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why Bart doesn't, because he was too late. Uh, he probably yeah. would have liked to do hockey. He probably would have. And we would have Lisa on Ice Part 2. Mm. Mm. There could be an episode where they come to Canada. <laughs> there is. There is. To play hockey? No. No. Well, then I don't care about it. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Nor should you. They go to Toronto, Homer gets hit by a car. Oh, okay. Oh. Because and everyone's polite. Yeah, because uh, healthcare is free, quote unquote, in yep. Canada. So he gets hit by a car, flies up in the air, yells, I'm rich. I mean, it's free compared <laughs> to America. Yeah. <laughs> Hence my air quotes. <laughs> you didn't do air quotes. You said, quote unquote. But not free compared to. It's like, for the podcast listener. It's for the. I can't do. <laughs> that's nothing. Yeah, that's, but you it's can't. A, it's an auto, It's a. It's an auditory medium. But you can't <laughs> call right, them right, you know. air quotes if you don't actually make quotes in the. Well, air. Making the air quotes, quote unquote, free. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what if they're on the air radio wave style? Yeah, I just didn't want to make you quotes. a liar, Greg. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. <laughs> oh. I really like. The way they animate like Bart's upside down light bulb shaped body <laughs> in those little those little leotards. Yeah. yeah. So there's He's something very like He's Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah. It's very endearing. I think my favorite part of that is when he's like not into it at first. He's yeah. like on the what do you call it? The beam. The bar. Sure. So, I mean it's a beam. Okay. It was <laughs> called a, it's also a bar. I'm just saying. They weren't very inventive. Le-bell. They weren't very inventive with their name. I can be not inventive with mine. Le bar. Uh, <laughs> Le but he's just like he's just kind of like 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 frowning and like moving his arm a bit, and he's just like yeah, because that's like how I felt in like all movement classes at university. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you get through them? Oh yeah, well done. Probably bees, if I remember correctly. Well, you did, did you- better than Greg. Sure did. <laughs> Alan, did you have a moment when you were frustratingly trying to remove a leotard and realized you were a prodigy in some form of dance or Laban or the <laughs> Alexander <laughs> technique? <laughs> no, they didn't give us leotard. Oh, damn. And I didn't bring my own. B-Y-O-L. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the, the, the sheet. I should have I should have remembered. B-Y-O-L. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so we know how Greg feels. Yep. Do we ever? Yep. We sure do. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> it just it just feels so sitcommy, and I wanted to keep going up into space and to Australia, and What's I know the, that's like 
What's the difference between The Simpsons and a sitcom? Nothing, really. Okay. Yeah, but they've been moving away from like the classic um, sitcom storylines, which is the very... The Simpsons like, have always... At least post season one, I'd say have always been a subversion of sitcoms, though. Okay, like it's got it's got the same trappings of sitcoms, but they lampshade it a lot and they they draw attention to it and they they kind of wink and it, it's kind of like Community too, where they have the blatant like we we understand we're following a formula, but it's a formula for a reason, you know. Okay. So, uh, so I, I know what Greg means. Like the sick the the ones that feel really sitcommy, where it's like, oh, here's a here's a wrinkle. And and here's the solution, and here's the conflict because of that solution. Uh, like, what's then, an example of another a Simpsons episode that you'd call sitcomy? Uh, uh, Secrets of a Successful Marriage. Sure. Okay. That is all. No, I mean pretty much like the the general um, plots are usually like at least the formula is sitcomy in the mm-hmm. sense that you know it's. Here's here's an issue. Here's here's what happens because of that, and here's the conflict for the rest of the episode. Mm. Here's the solution. Okay. Um, what makes The Simpsons special is that because it's animated, they can do shit like go to space, go mm-hmm. to Australia, mm-hmm. get an elephant, um, create a doll. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> probably other examples, but whereas something like uh, Archie Bunker's place is that what it's called. <laughs> All in the all family. In the family. <laughs> it's just called All in that the That sounds like the working title, though. I feel like Archie, Archie Bunker's, Bunker's Place might be a, a spinoff, though, because I've heard that before as a title of a show. Anyway. Um, it's the subplot. It's the subtitle. Yeah. <laughs> They're relegated to their home because budget and yeah. sets and all that kind of stuff. And so because of that, it's always usually going to be the plots are going to be something about the family, okay. related directly to the family and things that can all be... Uh, all can transpire within the home yeah. or whatever their sets they've built. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like, oh, Jerry Lewis, Jerry Lee Lewis showed up. And yeah. Um, there's usually a restaurant set. Yeah. <laughs> there's usually a home set, a friend's home set. Yeah. Like a neighbor. Yeah. And sometimes a backyard set. Maybe a basement. Yeah. Or a driveway. You're That's, singing of that 70s show now. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that's most painful for me. Because I don't know why I just really hate that 70s show. <laughs> sure. Uh, but with this episode, it's that idea where arguably, like, yeah, they have him go, you know, do limo driving with Mel Brooks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But arguably, most of this stuff all happens at home mm. or Patty and Selma's home. You know, like stuff yeah. that are, even if they didn't do it in the episode, all of this, the plot stuff could happen in The Simpsons' home. Yeah. Okay. That's where it kind of feels like they're not being super inventive with the story in a way. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I get that. I get also, it. it takes tremendous oh. strain on the animator's wrist to draw new backgrounds. That's, ah. Yeah, so. mm. yes. <laughs> 95 the, was a bad year for Carpal Tunnel. Because yeah. <laughs> they just did all new backgrounds for the Australia, Australia episode. Uh, mm. And so. they had to draw it all upside down. Yeah. Oh, no. So. Because Australia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we already Matthew spent an hour and Burns. 36 minutes on <laughs> that episode. <laughs> it was an hour and 36 Yeah, it was the longest episode of the uh, Two Bad Neighbors ever recorded, and we're really? never doing that again. <laughs> I feel like we've gotten longer. Nope. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Uh, <laughs> we're never doing it again. the longest episode of the, of the Cinevals. The longest episode of the Cinevals so far is an hour and two minutes. Oh. Oh, refreshing. Good job for us. Yeah, it was your most, uh, I believe it was your most recent one, Willow. 
Ah, oh, Willow. Ah, yes, Willow. Was, we also had two guest stars on that one. Yeah, you did. Yep. Wasn't you. Was it, Alan? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> I haven't been invited on the Cinevels yet. Hey, do you want to come on the Cinevels? Here's our crossover mm, okay. moment. What's your favorite yeah. Val Kilmer movie? Mm, kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Great. When That's we so do far away. <laughs> we do you have, have an earlier? We've been in chronological order. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, <laughs> let's do that. And also The Snowman. We I we haven't uh, seen the snowman. I haven't yeah. seen it yet either. Oh, okay. uh, but I want to watch it kay. with you guys. Cool, cool, great. Cool, cool, what cool. a great. Now I haven't seen either of those movies. <gasps> I have a feeling though I that they're going to be a nice foil to each other to record um, <laughs> some thoughts on. Maybe <laughs> just a guess. You yeah. haven't seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? No, I haven't. Oh, I've so been. Good. Si- I knew inherently when I was younger I'd have a Val Kilmer cast um, in the future, <laughs> and so I should. I should you say, just knew it deep down in I your should, bones. Yeah, I just. I now knew this it. is the first time we've had both. Like this is the first time we've had you two on. Um, You're welcome. Simultaneously, <laughs> simultaneously, and since the 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 Kilmer cast started. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, call it, call it by its name. Cineval, <laughs> the mm, Cinevals. <laughs> yeah. Call uh, by your name. TM. Uh, since that started now, I think uh, a lot of our listeners won't care about this at all. No, not at all. But I do. <laughs> and uh, I just really love hearing this. Why did you guys decide to uh, start a Val Kilmer podcast? What? Oh, because we wanted to uh, troll you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Those aren't the noble intentions I thought they were. It was too good of a name to not pursue recklessly throughout the internet. We were thinking of the Cinegals, Mm -hmm. and then we... About Gal Gadot. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But then you realize, yeah, Yeah, you only have three or... No, she's got more than that, doesn't she? she? Fast and Furious. Oh, right, 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 right. And the rest. <laughs> okay. Uh, a superhero. <laughs> um, so, uh, what was the question? Why did we? <laughs> why'd, you, why'd you do the thing you did? Yeah. Oh, because um, Camille and I were talking uh, as we do, and we both discovered. Oh, it started from the Saint. Yes, it's, we were watching the Saint together because Camille never movie. saw it. Mm-hmm. And I, so it was a very large um, part of my childhood. So I showed it to her and she was like, this is amazing. And I'm like, yeah. And then we started talking about Val Kilmer and we're like, he's great. Like, he's a really good actor. And we. Oh, the ghost in the darkness. That's a good one too. Can I do that one? I'll just, I'll just do all of them. See, I'm, that's I'm, the I'm, I'm now the third honorary <laughs> Cineval. You're a yes. Cineval? Yes. <laughs> You're um, a Cineal. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh-huh. So that's the thing about Val Kilmer movies is people are like, what, what an obscure like Val Kilmer podcast. What a, that's silly. Like you guys being ridiculous. But, but then, then you like, start oh, talking wait. about it. Batman Forever. Yeah. Oh, and then, wait. The Saint. Oh, wait. Top Gun. Oh, oh wait, wait, the doors. Yeah. I don't think many people are like, oh, oh wait, Top Gun. He, oh, wait. <laughs> I think that's probably the first one they think of. A number of people said, oh, that, that's, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. He's also in MacGruber. Is he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's the villain. I saw that ages ago. Yeah. yeah. Not, so you guys get to do MacGruber. Yeah. yeah. Camille and I snuck into that movie. And then snuck and then out. Snuck out. <laughs> it wasn't very good. Yeah. Did you really have to sneak out? Like... <laughs> Yeah. Do they monitor well. like, hold on, <laughs> sit back down, ma'am. Do you really? <laughs> have you are to not be? sneaking out of this film. That How popcorn dare you? doesn't look empty enough to warrant a refill. It's it's the movementarians thing. Uh-huh. It's like, Kung. you're welcome to leave whenever you like. <laughs> Would you just mind telling us why? Yeah. Uh, I was just shuffling uh, around. I just never, never mind. mind. <laughs> sit back down. Oh, I kind of get it though. 
Val Kilmer is uh, electrifying. He is. Yeah. And I don't think we've seen him give a bad performance yet. And we watched a secret Val Kilmer movie yesterday. Yes. That's right. Prince of Egypt. I had no idea. This is the first time he plays Moses. Uh, but not the last. Part one of two. Yeah. When so far. play him next time? Uh, the Ten Commandments musical. That's... He, he plays thing. Moses in two musicals. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> uh, this is, we're very much looking forward to Ten Commandments, the musical. The hard part's finding it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we'll... Uh, so I'll if any of our listeners happens to have it, they can uh, email us uh, a copy <laughs> to <laughs> at, at thecinevals at gmail.com. <laughs> Might have to just order it on Amazon. Yeah, I if, wouldn't mind owning that. Mm-hmm. If any listeners would so like buy to it first, send then. it, yeah, that would be a, to he's us. A lot of obscure movies, you guys. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. got quite a resume. The Chaos Experiment, Moscow. Yeah, is that Zero? like an, an an asylum movie? The Chaos Experiment. I don't know. I'm just reading them. There was one like a. It was a. Oh. It was like double, a really double bad identity, por- which I believe is a sequel to Identity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no way. <laughs> Fourteen identities. Of course not. <laughs> that movie is absurd. Which one? Identity? Identity. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that movie is. They, it's so absurd that they basically say the plot in the movie adaptation mm-hmm. to make fun of terrible screenwriting. But it was done before Identity was made. Was it? Yeah. No way. Adaptation was So someone was watching Adaptation, they heard Identity that plot was and they were like, hey. That must have been what no, happened. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. That's amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. I didn't. I thought it came after. No, it was, uh, yeah, 2002 adaptation. I think Identity was 2003 or even later. What happens in Identity? It's basically like this this movie about this group of people who all get like stranded at this uh, hotel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like rainy and it's this whole uh, who's who of uh, oh, character does actors. It turn out, does it turn out that they're all multiple personalities? Yeah, so each one, one is person? a different personality of one like serial killer guy. Yeah, that's dumb. Yep. <laughs> I thought that was so smart when I saw it. And then in double identity high. is when it happens, but there's two serial killers. And, and double and identity fight each other yeah. in a civil war. It's called double identity civil war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Spider-Man shows up. It's great. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. We Finally, Spider-Man's back in the identity universe. <laughs> back <laughs> where he belongs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gone way too long. <laughs> um, uh, do we want to uh, head over to the reference desk before we do that? Yeah. Do you want to go to the guest house? Yeah, definitely. Because guest we got halls. two guest two house. high profile guest stars this we week. We sure do. Yeah. Ooh, we got uh, Susan Sarandon. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> and Mel Brooks. <laughs> you thought <laughs> which we one's were, which? You thought we were talking about you? Yeah. I mean, oh clearly Susan, Susan and Mel, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obviously. Camille would be Susan. Uh, Allie would be Mel. Yeah. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. See? Yeah. I think you'd both appreciate those. Uh, <laughs> Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Susan Sarandon plays the ballet teacher. Uh-huh. Uh, does she get a name? I don't think she does. Uh, I believe it's uh, ballet Black teacher. Widow. No, it's um, instructor voiced by Susan Sarandon. That's her full name? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's her Hello, name. my name is the instructor voiced by Susan Sarandon. Ah, yeah, it sounds oh, uh, Slav, <laughs> Slavic. <laughs> it is. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, she plays a ballet teacher. She has uh, an accent. Now, as uh, accent professionals, we all know what accent <laughs> that is. So there's no need to talk about it. Um, <laughs> 
Um, but actually, does anyone know what accent she's doing? Is it like uh, anything specific, or is it just Probably kind of hey, do an accent? Vague Russian. Yeah, yeah. that's I what I thought. That was the, um, the like Barishnikov. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, because uh, Russians are into ballet and sure figure are. skating and mm-hmm. figure skating yeah. and meddling in elections. Yeah. That's yeah. the old trifecta. Hot take. Hot Welcome. take 2018. <laughs> Whoa. Well, congratulations Whoa. on your re-election, air quotes, Vladimir Putin. Thank you for doing air I quotes. I actually did them in real life. Yeah. While actually doing them. Yes. I'm just going to... What's the point? Do you think, the like... Fuck is the point? People really into politics in Russia, like, gather and secretly listen to this podcast in basements? Is like, I hope so. I like, hope they do. It's like, us and Pussy Riot. We're taking the system down. <laughs> Nostrovia. To our Russian comrades, I went. Also, uh, listen to the Cinevals. I <laughs> went to a, a Pussy Riot uh, concert, and it oh, wasn't what I, I, I expected. You, I thought you just went to a Pussy Riot. Well, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't what I expected. It was. Mm. It was a band. This was yeah. a joke. Oh. You yeah. oh, okay. Set up. It was a T-ball joke, and uh-huh. you whiffed it. I. <laughs> <laughs> I was setting up the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Also have Mel Brooks. <laughs> Allie ruined the setup. <laughs> I am Allie, crusher of jokes. <laughs> I laugh in the face of your obviousness. <laughs> but seriously, I hit you, that ball and she caught it and, and then, then threw I it on the ground. It in half. Did you bit it in half? Seriously, did you go to a Pussy Riot concert? No. No? No, I don't don't know who that is. This whole joke is based on a false premise. Uh (laughs) Like the best jokes. I think if we listen back to it, like Alan was like, I went to a Pussy Riot concert. I go, oh, (laughs) interesting. Oh, I wonder when I was really excited about this false premise. I'm glad they're out. I'm pretty sure they were incarcerated. So I'm glad. I'm glad glad they're okay. I can can burn my free Pussy Riot uh, signs and shirts. Oh, no. Because they're free. <laughs> well, learn about learn more about it when we get four other people and start our new podcast, Octopussy Riot. <laughs> Is it about James Bond? No. Oh, <laughs> that's all. That's already a podcast. It's pretty good. Yeah. Wait, they don't. They don't need Octopussy a plug. Octopussy Riot though. is already a podcast. No, just a James Bond podcast. Just, just a James oh. Bond podcast. There's probably Bond several. Cast. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. Probably is several. Um. So, Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Yeah. Uh, EGOT winner. Oh, oh for real? Oh. Yeah. One of the few EGOTs. EGOT people. Who else is an EGOT? Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Mm. Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. Really? Yep. And then just a bunch of like, what's producers. Her, what's your Grammy mostly. for? <laughs> I think there's nine total people who have EGOTs. What? What's, uh, what's Audrey Hepburn's Grammy for? I don't know. All I right. can look it up if you want. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Grammy is well, even a real award. Is Cher agree, uh, an EGOT? Mm, she's oh. probably missing a Tony. Uh, butts. That's that's like that's a pretty tough one. She's an ego. Yeah. Huh. <coughs> yeah pretty much. <laughs> Hot take. Oh, um, uh, Robin Williams. I think he was a no. No. Not a Tony. Uh, if you'd like the full list of EGOT winners. Richard Rogers oh, of oh. Rogers and Hammerstein. Oh, oh okay. Uh, Helen Hayes, Rita Marino, Boo. John Gielgud. Oh, John Gielgud. Oh, oh John, John Gielgud. Uh huh. Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> you guys have no idea who he is. I don't. 
Uh, Marvin Hamlish. Oh, Marvin Hamlish. <laughs> Jonathan Tunick. Mm-hmm. Mel Brooks. Obviously. Mike Nichols. Whoopi Goldberg. Scott Rudin. And Robert Lopez. Scott oh, Robert Rudin. Lopez. Twelve people. Um, what were you asking? Audrey Hepburn's Grammy? Yeah. Let's find out. Let's find out. Probably for a musical. Yeah, it makes sense. My would be, Fair Lady. No, she didn't do her vocals in My Fair Lady. Oh, really? No, she did sing Moon River in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Mm. Um. Uh, okay, so uh, posthumously. Oh. Uh, her contributions to a spoken word recording titled Audrey Hepburn's Enchanted Tales earned what? her a Grammy Award. What? They're really wow. The Simpsons was right. Like the Grammys are a garbage yeah. award. No, yeah, unless uh, I win one. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, it's, a, it's an honor. Uh, <laughs> Here, can I pay for it up. with this? Oh, it's a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, anyway, Mel I love Brooks. how much they shit on the Grammys. Yeah, isn't it fun? Yeah. Because like, there's a billion categories. Mm-hmm. Too many, including a. Uh, Posthumous spoken word, apparently. <laughs> you bet. You beat Dexy's the category runners. is posthumous spoken word. <laughs> I like to think. Wouldn't it that just be so crazy if that, it yeah. was? I mean, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. <laughs> we got an, we got a category for spoken word and also posthumous spoken word. This year, only two nominees. Rest in peace. <laughs> uh, and the voice like of the dead himself. Some years, people aren't dead, and <laughs> they can't. So they then can't have that as a category. Them. Oh. oh. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> I think you, then you just find old recordings of people who have died who haven't won that. Yeah, like an interview, and yeah. then set it in a. I mean, really, book. anything is spoken word. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you just find take an the old video out of it. Yeah. yeah. So Mel Brooks, uh, by the way, mm. he's won one Oscar for screenplay for the producers. Got it. Mm. Four Emmys. Oh. Three Tony Awards and three Grammys. So he's like, I'm assuming a lot of those Tonys were also for the producers. I think, I think all of them might be. Yeah, <laughs> I'll look it up later. I don't want to look anymore. Yeah. But I saw the producers when I was in New York. Uh, when I was in grade eleven, was it good? It was funny. <laughs> all right, answer the question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I I really enjoy the part where he talks about Young Frankenstein. <laughs> Yes. I think that's very funny. That is funny. Um, uh, when he says... Scared oh, the hell out of me. Scared the hell out of me. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mel Brooks doesn't sound like he wants to be there in the the, vo- the voice performance. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a very rushed voice performance that he was doing maybe on an answering machine. Uh, actually, so he... <laughs> I thought you meant like in his performance like because he doesn't want to be in the back of the limo. No. Which just, is good character just, work. Just as general. No, he actually... So his wife, Anne Bancroft, mm-hmm. guested in a previous episode, oh. Oh, Fear yeah. of Flying, and he was there with her when she did the recording. Ooh. And that's when apparently they found out that he was really, really wanted to do a guest spot. Oh, well, he so wanted to do back. it. The, hmm. Apparently, so according to legend... That was your assumption. Was. And you know what happens when you assume. I... Make an ass out of Hume and E. <laughs> no. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but he does do the uh, 2,000, <laughs> 2000 pound or $2,000 man, depending on who you're asking. That's true. Bit with, he, uh, he does do the bit. <laughs> that is a real bit. Yeah. It's actually the 2,000 year old man. Oh. 
Oh. So Homer and Wiggum both say it incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> two thousand dollar man. Two thousand. Yeah. Two thousand pound man. <laughs> and it is uh, Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner from nineteen seventy five. It's a short skit. Seems like a funny skit. Yeah. I mean, it's caves so and national famous. anthems. It's so famous. <laughs> so famous. So famous. That we all knew about it yeah, immediately. Absolutely. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Carl Reiner, you may know, is one of the Ocean's Eleven. Oh, I think you're thinking of Brad Pitt. No. No, he plays Brad Pitt, though. He plays Ocean. This is a... <laughs> <laughs> he plays Arctic? Eleven. Wait, or is it Atlantic? Atlantic? He plays Eleven from Stranger Things. Um, <laughs> Starring Carl Reiner <laughs> It's just Carl Reiner eating waffles <laughs> That's fun Sorry But he actually is in Ocean's Eleven The remake He's one of the eleven ah. yeah. Oh like the, the newest yeah. The newest of the Ocean Saga Yeah not uh. like Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin But oh. George Clooney, Brad Pitt Matt Damon Bernie Mac oh. Carl Reiner Scott Kahn. Elliot Gould. Casey Affleck. Elliot Gould. Matt Damon. I already said him. Matt Damon. All right. <laughs> Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Val Kilmer. Andy Garcia. <laughs> Do you know that? <laughs> and Don't Val joke Kilmer. about that. How dare you? How dare you? Huh. And Val Kilmer as Danny Ocean's father. <laughs> Val Kilmer would have slayed in Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, women? No, no, he just would have no, nailed like he it. Yeah, he would have been stolen really, the show. Yeah, he would have been really okay. good in, a, in that yeah. movie. Yeah. I mean, he probably would have bedded a lot of women too. Well, probably would have hung out with the guys. Hey, they kind of have like it's not really like a James Bond boys. type thing where they're like, like, yeah, let's go out and like. But if Val Kilmer was in, it, I think it would be. Okay, all right, yeah. that's fair. <laughs> Some people say like, like he's he would slay. I just I just think of Pussy Riot. <laughs> That concert you went to? Yeah. <laughs> you went to. My favorite that concert. Was very You're gonna get mismanaged. <laughs> Alan, what if you get detained by like the current KGB and they're like, so you've been to a pussy riot show, eh? Heard you bragging about it. And then they like drill you for information. And then you have I mean, to explain. I finally have something interesting to tell my family, so. What? They're not, <laughs> <in me>? <laughs> 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 they're not interested in me. They're not interested in hearing about your podcast. Oh, how's your How's your How's your life, Alan? Oh, fine. I work and I, I have a dog. What do you want from me? Maybe my mother will call me today. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have something to tell her. Oh. Hello, mother. I just recorded another. You're recording another podcast <laughs> with that Greg boy. <laughs> Told you to stay away from him. He's trouble. <laughs> That's actually, Hi, that's, Dad. It's it's uh, the requisite second time to call you this year. <laughs> How are you? Go good. I really didn't want to leave a message. Um, <laughs> I didn't expect you to pick up. If you um, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind calling me back, it's your son, by the way, <laughs> Alan. Uh, yeah, the, the you know the disappointment. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Love you, Dad. <laughs> Bye. The one not making movies or have a career with a child and husband. <laughs> and, <laughs> We love uh, podcasting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so okay. I'm assuming you're not the favorite child. Oh, no. I'm the middle child. I'm also not the favorite child. That doesn't make any sense, though. Aren't you the youngest? Yeah, I am. So you're the favorite. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm li- I don't think I'm even my dad's favorite child, and I'm his only child. Um, 
Greg's a favorite child. Yes. What's that like? Really great. <laughs> great. It's, it's, uh, yeah, no, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. My sister has had to work infinitely harder than me to, uh, to become the favorite. And she will be. One day. In a few months. <laughs> when she, when she becomes a lawyer? School? When she becomes a lawyer, yeah. When she passes that bar, when she passes that bar, my, my father will be like, to think of all the time I wasted on you. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> Camille, are you the favorite? I'm an only child for both of my parents. So no, so, so, no. <laughs> so like, I'm kind of like that. Oops, they you're got the, stuck with. You're kind of you the de- like, you're kind of the, just oh, the default oh, child. Like, not yeah. the favorite, but just like you're you're the one. So yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. yeah, like I don't get like any of the fun. Like uh, you don't get ranked in a in yeah, a hierarchical like the, system. Yeah, like the personality thing. Like I'm a bit of like all the worst qualities of each. <laughs> I like to think, you know. So yeah. and as an only child, do you know <laughs> yes. how to share? Yes, she yes. does. She's no, the best sharer I've ever known. I think the fact that she hesitated speaks I know, because I, I was trying to think of a joke about share, <laughs> and then I oh. did, and then the best I could get was like, uh, no, I don't have an EGOT, I just have an ego. And I'm like, oh, that's not good, that's not good, don't say it. So I just didn't say anything. That's good oh, enough. But now yeah. I'm explaining but that. now you said it. So. Yeah, you said it. Yeah. <laughs> and upon review, it would have worked. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, thanks. Yeah, well done. Thanks, everybody. Share ties into our Val Kilmer cast, because Cher and Val Kilmer dated for a hot second. They did. Right. That's God, crazy to how me. good looking would those children uh, be? I mean... <laughs> how long was Is Cher considered good looking? How dare you, yes. Alan? Yes, shut the... Can I swear on your podcast? Fuck yeah. I mean, we've been saying pussy for (laughs) years. Is that a swear? According to a lot of broadcasters, I don't know. All right. Like, you you can't hear pussy on TV. Really? Yeah. I guess I just went... (laughs) (laughs) Exactly Uh right. Exactly Uh right. Let's go to the reference desk. (laughs) I had a stroke. (laughs) Uh, Reference desk? Yeah. (laughs) Nice. You didn't take any notes, did you? Uh, no. Great, I got them all. So, <laughs> good thing I'm here. Yeah, I picked up a reference. It was referencing to Lisa on Ice when she's in hockey pads. Yes, that's not what we do here, though. Okay, <laughs> I picked up. We a don't reference other episodes. Was, we reference pop culture. Uh, Go on. Oh. I, I picked up a reference. What is it? Um, it was because they. Oh, I got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> the reference desk is a really good section. Oh, there's got a miniature sub theme song for it. Um, okay, the <laughs> just beeps. It's yeah. literally just beeps. I know. I don't but know I why didn't I know did that it before I was time. on one. I thought it was the sound cue. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was no, a live. No, it's me live, baby. I don't edit was shit. <laughs> um, but the reference I picked up was to two very very nineties beverages, Zima and, and Tab. Tab. Yeah. yeah, I thought I'm like, wow, what a. It was weird they had good... both of them. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was odd. <laughs> they've they've referenced Tab in, or they're going to reference Tab in uh, King Size Homer, but. This is no. the only other time I can think of that it's, it's there. And I always, because uh, Tab wasn't really a Canadian thing, right? No, no. I don't, I'm not really sure. I'm pretty what sure it's it a diet soda of some it's kind. A, yeah, it's like a diet cola, but it was before, it was popular before Diet Coke became a thing, I believe. So that's why, like, yeah. nobody knows what Tab is. Because they're like, oh, we just have <laughs> yeah, why, this. What the hell is that? Oh, but I learned like a about Tab. a company that only sells Diet Coke. Huh? So Tab was a company that, like. Oh, yes. <laughs> Well, like I don't think Tab mm-hmm. is the company. It's the name of the drink. So like, oh. there was probably like PepsiCo made it or some shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah, it was actually manufactured by the Coca-Cola company. There you go. Oh. And I learned about Tab in King's Ice Homer because he says, I'll just have a tab. And he hits the tab button on the keyboard mm. and holds a cup up 
<laughs> expecting a drink because mm, he's silly. an idiot, you see. But I was like, what the hell is a tab? <laughs> so I looked it up. I'm like, oh, it's some <laughs> some I, diet drink. All right. When I saw that, I thought it was like, oh, put it on my tab. <laughs> like when you have a tab at a restaurant mm-hmm. so like or or a bar. So it was like, yeah, just put it on my tab. And then he was expecting a, a beer from that. Mm. <laughs> it works on both levels. Yeah, I think. He doesn't say put it on my tab. He says, I'll just have a tab. Yeah, like I'll start a tab. Oh, I see. <laughs> I'll just I'll just get a tab going. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So its main difference oh. between Diet Coke and tab is mm-hmm. the sweetener used. Oh. The sweetener that tab uses is saccharin. And you don't have to insult it. <laughs> just tell oh, us that's what very it is. highbrow. It's uh, <laughs> good. It's it's uh, linked to bladder cancer in rats. Ah. Oh, in rats though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We're not rats. Well, don't give the rats a tab. Uh, grab a tab. <laughs> uh, and That's it her was marketing campaign. Aspartame, tab only causes cancer in rats, so drink up. And it was in 1982 when Diet Coke was introduced that tab started to fall off the face of the earth. Mm. But it was still I mean, very popular. But it's still Coke. Still Coke. Well, it's a, so. still, yeah, mm-hmm. it's the same idea. The, but I mean, from a marketing standpoint, I can understand why Diet Coke would be a better way to market it than tab. Did you ever see the, mm-hmm. like the, the, the marketing campaign, like when they were bringing like, cause they, they brought it back for a little while. And I think this is what they did. They, because it has a pink can, they started marketing it to, to women. women. Oh shit. Yeah. Don't you like breast cancer survivors? <laughs> yeah. Like balance. <laughs> you it out survive with your breast cancer, now. bladder cancer yeah. should be a walk in the park. <laughs> ladies. Your tab. <laughs> Uh, but I think that's I, I think they did that in like the 90s or the early 2000s yeah well it's like if Coke Zero like the, the exact same product as Coke Zero was called like uh, Shift yeah <laughs> you know like <laughs> try a sh- I'd be like I don't want a sh- I don't know what that is I don't want it but like Coke Zero oh I understand it's Coca-Cola but with zero something what is it oh calories great okay I'll have it you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a better it's marketing, like, just like Diet Coke is, yeah, like, it's better than tab. It's a flavor of Coke, but I can have it when I'm on a diet. Mm-hmm. I mean, you shouldn't, but <laughs> but that's the idea with the marketing yeah. campaign. Yeah. Uh, Montreal Morn. Yeah, what is that? I don't know if it's a real coffee or if it's just something I invented, but clearly it's some kind of international coffee in the world of The Simpsons. But the reason I bring it up is Exotic that because Montreal. then she, she comes out with Nescafe, which is a real thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's very, very sorry. Uh, <laughs> Barishnikov. Mikhail. <laughs> Everyone knows who that is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a ballet dancer from yeah. Yeah. A, a ballet man. Yeah. Didn't he do, I, w- I think I was watching, I think it was Barishnikov. There's a video of him where he does like 11 pirouettes. Like he's, or like he, he does a pirouette and then goes around 11 times. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, like on, not on ice. Like and a pirouette on, is? It's a spin. It's, a spin. it's the main ballet a spin. spin. Yeah. It's like a, it's it's like a twizzle and ice yeah. dance, only on yeah. a floor. Yeah. A what? A twizzle? A twizzle. Yes, a twizzle. Yeah. twizzle. Yeah. Is that a real thing? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's think? a traveling spin. So you're, you're... Is that why they call them twizzlers? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So a twizzle is you're, you're moving on the ice at while you're spinning. So rather than like a stationary spin, mm. you're traveling. Okay. Cool. Cool. And you do it in sync with someone. Tessa and Scott were so good at it, they captured the world's hearts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fine. 
I didn't watch How it. How dare you? I didn't watch it. I don't know. Are you ashamed <laughs> of yourself? Because Am I ashamed you should, of myself? Because you should be. <laughs> they are perfection, those okay. two. It's true. Yeah. yeah just, just wait. Until they'll, they'll, they get married? Until, like, some we bullshit are. come. We oh, are. He's actually a pedophile or something. How dare you? No. No. I'm just saying that's the world we live in now. No. Your heroes are all <laughs> monsters. This is the part of the Sorry, new wave very, of heroes. This is the cynic and pals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's very good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Be very cynical. Yes. Uh, Batman. And Magellan. Are the two heroes she mentions that wear tights. Um, for a long time, I thought Magellan was like a, like a Gallagher-esque, like, yeah. <laughs> like when I saw this well, episode, I assumed that's who comic? it was. Like, yeah, like some comic or something that I'm sure everyone knows <laughs> of. And then I, like, years later, looked it up when I was watching the episode. I'm like, who is Magellan anyway? Oh, an explorer. Okay. Yeah. Magellan <laughs> was actually just recently outed as a pedophile. Yeah, see? All your heroes. All your heroes. <laughs> actually, though? Why recently? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke. Because he's like... Years yeah, they, they, found, they found his though. trove. Like <laughs> they found his box <laughs> of, of child porn. Oh. Well, everyone got married at I mean, fourteen, they, and everyone died. So their cousins at like twenty. So yeah, you know, in that that time. Anyway, <laughs> it's, it's going to a dark place. So uh, the X Files. Oh yes, with the uh, the TV is off. Yeah. The, the movie Fame, yep. and also the TV show, also <laughs> called Fame. Yes. Fame. I'm gonna live forever. Light up the sky like a flame. We don't have fame. those rights. We don't have those oh, rights. From fame? We don't have those oh, rights. It was only like 10 seconds. Yeah. That's free. We're fine. Yeah. I beg of you, please. You I've heard beg that song. of us? I've heard that song a lot. I didn't realize it was from Fame. I want to live forever or whatever. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's why they fame. say That's why they say Fame. And I never yeah. realized they were saying Fame. Oh, did you think they were saying Flame? I, I didn't know they were like when you just did it just now and you like shut it out fame. I'm like, oh, they say something there. I didn't like, <laughs> like honestly, the only part of the song I could remember was I, I want to live forever. I'm going to reach for the sky. Yeah. St. Elmo's fire. <laughs> That's, That's a, a good song. mashup. That should yeah. happen. Mel Brooks. He's just a reference unto himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of because they reference yeah. Young Frankenstein yeah. and the yeah. 2000 year old man and Carl Reiner. All things related to Mel Brooks because yeah. he's playing himself. Um, like a, like Susan Sarandon isn't a reference because she's not playing herself. No, I get so, it. Yeah. <laughs> Terminator 2, I think this is a subtle reference, when uh, Chief Wiggum, as a policeman, holds up the photo of oh, yeah. the two ladies, and he starts screaming. What? What? What part is that in Terminator 2? Have you seen this boy? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought the I thought the screaming was the reference. Screaming, oh. maybe maybe it's like a weird like duo reference because Wayne's World spoofs it and he screams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he because it's and the I'm same like mashing guy. it up it's, in my head. Yeah, it's Robert Patrick. It is yeah. actually Robert Patrick in Wayne's World. That's yeah. that was a good get. Yeah, he's also an X Files. Anyway, he sure is. And the faculty. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Which Allie and I and will be identity. talking about no. in our Elijah Wood podcast in the future. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice? Yes, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) I just got that. That's brilliant. You have to do it now. (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) Call it wooden acting. All right, so... How dare you? Joy Luck Club. (laughs) Joy Luck Club is referenced. Oh. 
Yeah, and you guys cried a lot. Yeah, have you yeah. seen Joyluck Club? No. Then now I don't want to because you guys no, cried a lot. It's very good. Yeah, it's it's very, v- it's very good. I mean, I believe it. But I need to be in the right mindset for that kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's definitely like catharsis inducing. I hadn't seen it until I was cast in um, Ching Chong Chinaman, the play. And it's which is a real play. Yes, I'm not. <laughs> may sound like a joke. It is not. It is definitely not. It Although, is. I mean, clearly the the title is tongue in cheek. Yes. Um, and in that uh, Joy Luck Club is quoted because it's all about being Chinese um, in America. And um, yeah, cool. It's it's beautiful. Wait, Joy Luck Club mm-hmm. is about being Chinese in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and it's like it's about two generations of of Chinese women. Um, is it bad that I always, when I hear this title, I always get it confused with the Jane Austen book club? Yes. Okay. I think that's reasonable. Really? Why? They're both clubs. And they both start so? with J. And I haven't seen either of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if he's, if he's seen them, One's then it's absolutely Austin, <laughs> not acceptable. <laughs> because the Joy Luck Club isn't about Jane Austen. And Jane Austen I know, is but that's what I mean. Like I, for some reason, I hear Joy Luck Club and I think of Jane Austen. Mm. I don't know why. How do you feel about mixing in the First Wives Club into that confusion mix? Well, they don't start with J. So How about Mona Lisa Smile Club? <laughs> <laughs> How about you Identity that? Club? <laughs> Double Identity Club? <clears throat> the Breakfast Club? <laughs> yeah. These are all great clubs. None of them start with J. <laughs> the Breakfast Club? <laughs> that's a word you made up. No, it's it's the sequel. It's where you eat Drek for breakfast. Yeah. The Judge Dread Club. Yeah. Nice. I would join that club. <laughs> uh, I love that movie. The movie Dread, not the movie Judge yeah. Dread. We, yeah. we very, get it. Very Any, different. Anyway. <laughs> Moses in the Desert is also a reference. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just watched Prince of Egypt last night. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Which is about Moses. Moving on. Mm-hmm. That's it. Cool. Let's go to favorite jokes real quick. Okay. Mm. Um, I got one. Can I go first? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the TV turning off. Damn it. No, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go first instead? <laughs> okay. If, if that one's yours, then I have another one. Okay. The Nescafe. <laughs> that's good. She, uh, she's, she, so she's so sad. She's so sad. I'm so sorry. sorry. All I have oh. is Nescafe. I'm, I'm so, very, so, very so, sorry. So funny. Um... No yeah. one cares. Yeah. No <laughs> one gives, cares. It's just, it's just, it's just, she was just so coffee. excited to get Montreal yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And then when she couldn't find it, mm-hmm. Alec, I've, I've had those mm-hmm. moments. Yeah. Like, hey, I have this uh, really cool, I don't know, beer. And then, you know, all I have is Kokanee. All I've got is Zima. <laughs> <laughs> going to Moe's for a Zima. <laughs> it's just so funny that they're going to Moe's. Yeah. yeah. Going to a bar. Yeah. Uh, hands down, my favorite joke is. Rat boy, <laughs> which that was can mine forget too. Dear really? rat boy. Yeah, it's the part. Um, Stop gnawing on the walls. Yeah, <laughs> just like like Homer's like very sad, and we do get that like Alan mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, like that real life moment of like, oh, like yeah, the Simpsons go to space, but they're also like an average American family, and like mm-hmm. debt's really scary, and it's a thing most of us deal with. America, these things. He's about to like, should I tell Marge? What should I do? And he imagines her as like this queen, queen. and then Lisa walks back, and he imagines her as a princess and then Bart comes in the picture and he goes and sweet rat boy <laughs> and then Bart morphs into this like rat this like amorphous 
rat creature and starts gnawing we on the drywall. He says, "I resent Rat Boy. I resent that." And then immediately starts gnawing on the drywall. So yeah. like. <laughs> Come on, Bart. <laughs> yeah. Stick up for yourself, Rat Your boy. father needs as much help as he can get, and you're not helping. <laughs> that's Sweet Rat Boy. Who uh, can forget dear Rat Boy? Um, so th- that's my first pick for a favorite joke. <laughs> my second favorite joke is tethered swimming. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <that was> like- <laughs> I don't feel right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just as a, so a poll, did any, everyone understand that joke when they first read Oh, then TS. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, tough shit. Yeah, mm. I never knew that's what... Like, I'd never heard TS before. Oh. I was like, oh, it's TS for him. And then because of Tethers, I'm like, oh, okay. I, <laughs> that's what he means by TS. I understand. Yeah. I just got that. <laughs> there you go. It's oh, even better fun. now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. I was talking to uh, Janelle a while ago, and she didn't get it either until... Yeah, I, I was yeah, like, yeah. like, I think it's a, it's a pretty like, underground that. joke, yeah. Oh, my mom always, that's an abbreviation my mom always used when I was young. It was like, well, TS, yeah. or when I was a little bit older, for some like, T, tough titties. <laughs> I was like, also a saying that I never heard outside of her. Wait, she said tough titties? Yeah. When I got old, so it was no longer. Oh, like so once, once, you, once you had breasts, she, was, she, she started using Well, <laughs> that's irrelevant. Like, it hasn't when, happened yet. When I got older, she started using tough titties. Tough titties. It's like, what was the transition, mom? I know. It's like, you think the transition would be her saying well ts to her saying well tough shit but right. that was completely she changed it to titties. and we was just like tough titties <laughs> okay my dad would always say sol oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that was, that shit, was out, shit out of luck yeah that was my dad yeah and then it's like that's just the way the shit creek flows boys Ooh. downstream my dad would say would just say you know that's too bad you piece of shit um <laughs> somebody's definitely not the favorite child <laughs> Ouch. When are you moving out is what he would say. Um, <laughs> are you still here? Uh, TS, yeah. Funny joke. Yeah. But Tethered swimming. The TV, the TV turning off yeah. uh, is, it is fantastic. I, <laughs> because it plays, it's, it's kind of what I was mentioning where it plays into the sitcom trope, but acknowledges it because that's the sitcom trope is like, oh, you turn on the TV and something relevant for your situation yeah. will uh, happen right yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I And <laughs> so it's like, good thing you turned on that TV. I didn't turn it on. No. Well, anyway, turn it off. It, it is, is off. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant use of the X-Files yes. music. Yes. Yeah. Right. Love it. Um, so we got to uh, wrap this thing up here. Okay. Pretty quick put here. Put a bow on it. Uh, yeah. Put a lovely little bow on it. Um, thanks to the Cinevals. You're welcome. You're welcome. For uh, coming out and uh, hanging out with us for a little while. Patreon.com slash the Cinevals. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> slash Boathouse no, no. Studios. Damn it. Damn it. It's been so good. How yeah. spelt the German way. Mm. Yeah. Come on. It's at the beginning of all of our podcasts. But Every can... single one. <laughs> do you listen to them? Yes. Mm-hmm. I do. They 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 skip fifteen seconds yeah. ahead. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, Greg talking it about yeah. fucking donating oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Why would I do that? Hard pass on that. Yeah. Uh, what's our next episode, sir? Uh, well, the next episode uh, moved me to a bigger house. Oh, I said the quiet, quiet part, part loud, loud and the loud, loud part, part quiet. quiet. It's a star, a is, star burns. is burns. Controversial episode. Do we have a special guest for that one? We do. Is it Adam? It is. Nice. <laughs> so stay tuned for that, everybody. Very, we'll very talk cool. about Pucahontas and at all. Why Matt Groening took his name off of it. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. A little teaser. A little, little uh, spoily for you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. thank you for listening, everybody. 
And thank you to our guests, Camille and Allie. Thank you. Thank you. And you can reach us at the Hammock District on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. You can follow us on Facebook. You can like us on, uh, sorry, you can like us on Facebook. Mm -hmm. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bad Neighbors Pod. And of course, you can donate to us <laughs> at patreon.com slash boathouse studios. House spelt the German way. And that's pretty much it, though. Uh, next time, we'll talk about the stars burns and keep watching the skis.